He's a sassy man. A self-proclaimed high value man. That's what do you bring to the table and auto man. Hey, men are the real prize kind of man. Girls' transformation to womanhood is biological. For boys transitioning to manhood, it's cultural. And a culture lacking these manhood rituals performed by older men for younger men, you get the sassy men apocalypse. Hey, bestie. Welcome to the Spoiled Girly Support Group podcast, where we talk about how to get that bag while also securing your own bag. I'm your host, Elle, and let's get into it. On today's episode, we are talking about the sassy men apocalypse, its origins, and what the spoiled girlies can do about it, if we should even do anything about it. But before we get into it, I need you to hit the like, subscribe, and the notification bell so you never miss a spoiled girly episode. With that being said, let's Let's get into it. Bestie, we are in the middle of a sassy men apocalypse. But believe it or not, we have always been in a sassy men apocalypse. These men have always been sassy. There have always been men who are in their divine feminine receiving mode era. But the women before us didn't tolerate the sassy male behavior. You know why? Because they couldn't afford it. They couldn't afford to tolerate the sassy male behavior. Like, if we tolerated sassy male behavior, it would have been over for us. I'm talking poverty, multiple starving children, homelessness, getting disowned by your parents, scarlet letter type of stuff. Tolerating a sassy man was not an option. And as a whole, sassy men were not able to further their genetic line. Whoever you are right now as a person is a culmination of generations of women doing their job and not tolerating sassy men. And a lot of us, okay, we are doing that generational effort a disservice by tolerating sassy men, by allowing sassy men to procreate, allowing them to access you. And a lot of people will get upset by that statement that it is up to women to choose. Oh, you should have chosen better. The thing is, as someone who is the one to be disadvantaged, as someone who is more physically and as a whole financially vulnerable, we have a bigger responsibility to ourselves, take radical responsibility to protect ourselves, to make better choices for ourselves. Okay? Because even when you make good choices, things still don't turn out well. Okay? But at least you did your part, and that's it. I'm done with people thinking that women don't have agency. Just because we like to talk about the things that we can do to fix our situations or to avoid certain situations doesn't mean that we have 100% control over all these situations. Maybe we only have 10%, 20%, 50%. That's it. But whatever percent we have in control of situations... We're going to take it and we're going to do our best to affect good outcomes for ourselves. That's it. It's a painful awakening for sure when you have been with a sassy man or have had relationships with sassy men, plural. It's a difficult realization because it sucks to know that you allowed that in your life. A lot of people refuse to make that realization. But the moment you do, the moment you realize that you can do better, than being with a sassy man. Life just gets easier. And it's also a self-esteem boost, knowing that you're worth more than that. You're worth more than below bare minimum low effort. You are worth more than a man constantly draining you of your gifts, your resources, your money, your energy, your feminine energy. 
One of the signs that I can tell when women are with good men is just how much they glow from within. Even if they're not wearing luxury items, even if they're wearing regular athleisure, whatever, you can tell because the glow is from within. When a woman is with a man who is draining her, a man who is making her suffer, it's not a good look. And I'm not talking about like physical, but like energetically, you can tell they are depleted. And that's one thing that happens to women when in relationships with sassy men. If you're confused about what a sassy man is, a sassy man is basically a man who is in his divine feminine receiving mode era. He is someone who who desires chivalry from women. He is someone who wants to get flowers bought for him. He's someone who wants the woman to be his provider. Buy him flowers, buy him gifts. Basically, do for him what he should be doing for her. That's what a sassy man is. These men are literally in their feminine receiving mode energy. And the thing is, when you are a woman, that is the energy that you should be in. So if you are with someone who is in that same energy, it's just not going to work out because you do not want the very same thing that you are in a partner. That's why you need a partner. You need him to be the things that you are not. So if you desire to rest in your feminine energy as a woman, you want to experience peace in your life, you want to live in your light and your joy, being with a sassy man is not going to make that happen. Okay, I'm telling you that now. It is impossible to rest in your feminine energy and thrive and vibe that way if you are with someone who is constantly draining you of everything. So that's what a sassy man is. Okay, so sassy man apocalypse, how did we even get here? A lot of people are not gonna like this, but it's fatherlessness. And I'm not just talking about literal fatherlessness, it could also be figurative fatherlessness, because let's be real. There's a lot of fathers out there who have checked out. They think that being a male cell donor is the extent of their tasks in a marriage, in a family. So a lot of women when in these marriages with checked out men who display weaponized incompetence, men who secretly hate their families and their wives, and they just want to be with their boys all the time. So a lot of these women, they end up being married single mothers. So when we talk about fatherlessness, it's not just men who are physically out of the home, it's men who are also emotionally checked out of being a father. So basically the sassy men apocalypse is due to fatherlessness. And here's why, okay? Let's backtrack. When it comes to daddy issues, a lot of people blame women for their daddy issues. Like, oh, she can't have a healthy relationship because she got daddy issues. She likes certain men because she got daddy issues. And we've already talked about why women, the single mothers and the daughters of absent fathers, they're the ones who get the blame for it. So watch it here. But I want to talk about how father absence affects boys who grow up into men. So both sassy men apocalypse and women with daddy issues stem from father absence. The men are not menning because they were never taught how to be men. They are stuck in boyhood. Girls' transformation to womanhood is biological. For boys transitioning to manhood, it's cultural. And a culture lacking these manhood rituals performed by older men for younger men, you get the sassy man apocalypse. Let me be clear, the failure of older men, absent fathers, to guide young boys into manhood is what's causing the sassy men apocalypse. We're not gonna blame the single mothers who stayed, okay? Why are y'all blaming the person who stayed, not the person who left? And blaming women, single mothers who were left to pick up the pieces and do their best to raise their children is blaming the symptom of the disease. 
Men having the entitlement, the audacity, thinking that they have a right to furthering their genetic line at the expense of a woman's risk, her body, her opportunities, her money. That's the disease here. Men thinking they are the prize, aka sassy men who create generations of sassy men who create generations of single mothers. And that's why we have the sassy men apocalypse. It's because we have an epidemic of entitled men who further their genetic line and abandon them either physically or emotionally. And these young boys never get to experience the cultural transition from being a boy to a man. The transition from being a girl into a woman is biological. Like you can't help it. And that's why a lot of women feel like we become more mature than our male peers at a younger age. And that's because we have to be. Once you start having these biological changes transitioning you into womanhood, like there's no other choice. Like you have to grow up. And when you have your first cycle, especially as a young woman, that is like life-changing. Now you are even more vulnerable to being exploited by men. So women have no other option but to grow up. But for men, what do they have? A voice change, all these changes, but it is not as drastic as the changes that happen to a young girl transitioning into womanhood. And that's why men need these cultural transition practices that they no longer get because their fathers aren't around to teach them or their male family members aren't around to teach them. They didn't get to undergo the rituals of manhood unless they join a fraternity in college or the military or any other male-centered groups. And here's the thing too, Maybe it is a symptom of society progressing too fast or swinging to an extreme end of the pendulum, but there's this idea that whenever men have their own groups, it's automatically toxic masculinity. I love seeing men have their own bro groups, have their own buddy systems. Like, I love seeing that because how are they going to be taught how to be men if not from other men, okay? I don't agree with this idea that women should be teaching men how to be men because it's not our job. And it's not like we cannot do it. It's that we shouldn't even be doing it. Like it's not our job. That, that is, is not my task. task. You need to lean into the sentiment that that is not my task. And there are things in this world that are simply not women's tasks. And that is teaching men how to be men. We are opting out. Y'all teach each other how to be good men. That's it. All these men should be teaching each other how to be good men. It's not our job. In the meantime, men who are not acting right, men who are in their divine feminine receiving mode era, join a men's club, okay? But right now, women are opting out of struggle that should not have been our struggle to begin with. Us women have been subsidizing sassy male behavior for way too long, furthering lineages that should have been selected out, fluffing egos that should have been destroyed and rebuilt by reality. It's time we use the rights we have gained, the equal opportunities legislated, the education gained to wake up and see that men are optional. It is wonderful to have a good male partner. It really is. It's amazing. But it is equally devastating to have a bad partner. So until you find a good one, men are optional. The worst thing to happen to a Schrodinger patriarch, to a below bare minimum effort man, to a sassy man, is women's liberation. And more than that, the worst thing to happen to these men is women becoming market-driven using the benefits of said liberation. That's why they always attack women who are too educated, too old, past the wall. You're gonna grow old with your cats and your dogs! Because all these factors result in a woman who has her freedom and her discernment. Traits that prevent a woman 
woman from being manipulated by a man who will make her suffer. A lot of the girlies out there, the pikmishas, y'all are really out here wasting your liberation, allowing these fake patriarchs to take advantage of you, to twist our hard-won freedoms to their benefit. You are not an independent woman when you subsidize a man's expenses in a patriarchy. Just because you're an independent woman doesn't mean that you have to be with a dependent man. A man who depends on you subsidizing 50% of his expenses, that's a man dependent on you. And here's my beef too. A lot of people say that when you are with a provider man, that's a transactional relationship. Are you for real? How about you stop paying your 50% and let's see how long that relationship lasts. That relationships with a provider man is so transactional, yet you're the one keeping spreadsheets on how much you both spend on things every month. You're the one Venmoing each other back and forth, okay? We see it on the Venmo feed. So can we just be for real? All relationships are transactional. Everyone else is market-driven except for women because they have taught us to not be market-driven. They have taught us that we are gold diggers for wanting our fair shake in relationships. They have taught us that relationships are transactional. Yet time and time again, men prove that they are the original gold diggers. Men prove that they are the ones who are transactional. Men prove that the world we live in is transactional. There is no free lunch. Nothing is free. Every relationship you enter is transactional. So either you get mad about that or you get paid. I agree that provider relationships are transactional. You don't pay with money, but you pay with something else. But at the same time, these men pay with money. They pay with resources. They pay with protection and provision. So the more you stop fighting the truths, the earlier you start making good outcomes for yourself. The earlier you stop clowning yourself. When you have internalized your own devaluation, because the world around you has been telling you that you have no value, you have no worth. When you have internalized your own devaluation, anything that men give you feels like it's too much. A man paying for a date because he's got a meal ticket. That feels like too much. Because you have diminished your own self-worth so much that a man paying $30 for a dinner that you know you can afford to, but just having him do that for you feels like it's too much. Because you have low self-esteem, okay? So you need to fix that. You have so much inherent worth and value. Men wouldn't even look your way if you have nothing to give them. So the fact that he is giving you notice, the fact that he is paying attention to you, the fact that he is haggling with you about your worth shows that he already sees your value. Isn't that just an iteration of he's hurting you because he likes you? Are you f Okay, it's the truth, okay? Men won't even pay attention to you if you don't have something that they want. Okay, that's the truth. But it doesn't mean that you take that as a sign that you should like them back, okay? You need to recognize that and avoid, block, delete all these men who do that to you, okay? Men who do not come into your life with the proper energy, block. I'm so done with people just looking for ways to disadvantage themselves. Okay, no nuance, Nelly. Stand in the front. I need you to wake up and realize that you have been lied to this whole time. You are the source you are creation. You are the prize. You have so much inherent worth and value and everyone else is working overtime so you don't see that. They are haggling your worth and you are letting them. Bestie, wake up. 